Hello, hello, hello. This is Carib Carter. Welcome to Mike Cobb's Offshore Investment Report. Today, we're going to take you to Honduras. No, Mike's not there, but he no. has a new development there, which opens up the door for us to talk about offshore investments in countries like Honduras. Mike, welcome. How are you doing? Hey, hi, Carter. I am definitely not in Honduras. I am in in uh, uh, bright and sunny Martinsburg, West Virginia today. I've got uh, I-81 right behind me, so it's got some background noise. And anyway, I, I'm having some computer issues. There goes the FedEx truck, you know. Anyway, <laughs> you know, I'm having some computer issues. i got to go to Best Buy in a few minutes and, and get it figured out. But yeah, I'd love to talk about Honduras. Uh, uh, tremendous country. In fact, you, you, own, you own a couple homes there, and you've been You've been going to Honduras a long time, man. Yes, I have. I own two homes and I have a wife from Honduras. So I'm That's really right. into Honduras. There we go. And and one of my homes is not too far from your new development. And folks, I want to put all this in context for you folks, because look, this is the offshore Oracle. So if he's investing in Honduras, you need to think about investing in Honduras. One of my homes is very near your new development, The Reef. Right. Correct. And that yeah. is a, a beachfront community. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, Beautiful beachfront community. You know, homes starting, you know, in the very low hundreds, hundred ten, hundred twenty thousand dollars. So very, very accessible to, you know, to pretty much, you know, almost everybody. Right. It's fantastic. I think yeah. I think it's only like 15 minutes for, from where one of my homes is. My yep. home on I have a home on the beach there, as you know, I think it's about. 15 minutes driving and about 20 minutes if I row up or, or a canoe or something. It's that close. Right. And, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous white sand beaches. I mean, yeah. absolutely fantastic. And $110,000, folks, for a property, I'm telling you, would cost you 10 times as much in the U.S. and would not be in a Mike Cobb community. What kind of community? Is this going to be a Mike Cobb community where there are the amenities which yeah, is one of the yeah. great advantages of what you Absolutely. build. I mean, homes are already under construction. Uh, they're working on the clubhouse facilities. I mean, it is a beautiful, again, it, it it's laid out. The whole idea about community is having something laid out so people can hang out with other people. And the most important thing you need to have to have people are places for people to you know live or stay, right? And yeah. a lot of people will rent their homes out when they're not there. So uh, it'll be a very vibrant community, but right, homes are already under construction and and uh, laid out in such a way that, that it really puts people in proximity to one another. So you'll meet the people who are living there and who are staying there, uh, become your friends and, and neighbors. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, a critically important piece of the puzzle. Critically important, a sense of community, a sense yeah. which, we, which we are rapidly losing in the U.S. And you go, you know, you know Mike, as a quick aside, I'm reading, I don't know whether you've ever read John Carone's uh, Mitford Chronicles about yep. a little town. I like there are 14 of them. I'm on number nine. And it's small town America. That's what it's all about. Now, they're very yeah. Christian oriented. And as you're reading them, I think about places like the reef, place, places like Grand Pacifica you have in Nicaragua, Grand yep. Bayman and Belize, where, as you just said, it's a real community where people get to know each other and, 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 and care about each other. That's huge. That's it huge. Is. I mean, yeah. small town America, I, you know, look, we, we, we've been doing this for 26 years. You know, when yeah. we started out, we, 
we looked at this urban design methodology called new urbanism. It's a fancy word for small town America. That's right? exactly I mean, right. And it, it is spectacular. You, you create neighborhoods, you create places where people, you know, you make sidewalks. I mean, these, these are simple, easy things, right? But, but, you know, like for many years from like the fifties through even today, you know, typical suburbia, there are no sidewalks. None. No. Right. So, no. so you have to walk in the street and it's not pedestrian friendly. Right. But if you go back to the to the communities that were that were established, like Rehoboth, Delaware. Right. Yeah. It started out as a church camp. Right. So I think it was Methodist. I can't remember. I think it was a Methodist church camp back in the you know 1870s, 1880s, became this beautiful town. But That's sidewalks right. and, 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 and just a place where people walk very pedestrian friendly. And when you're walking and you walk by somebody's front porch, you know, and, and you're they're 15, 20 feet away. You say hello, you say good morning, you say good evening, right? And and so when you put people in proximity to one another that can so they'll speak, right? Community can happen and community does happen. Right. So so we've we've adopted this methodology of development that is really recreating the best of small town America. Uh, and, and small town Canada, too. I mean, it's not just the U.S. and small town villages. They call them villages in Europe. Right. So it's right. the village. It's the small town. Um, and, 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 and when you take the best of that and yep. you integrate it with the best of technology, you know, I mean, you're not talking about sewer systems that were built, you know, 100 years ago. You're talking about a brand new you know, treatment plant. You're talking about right. water right. pressurization systems. You're talking about fiber optic network. Right. So you take the best of these villages and small towns that were created 100, 200, 300 years ago. Right. You take the best of that and you combine it with the best of technology and you put the two together. It's powerfully awesome. And it's, uh, it's what we it's do. Fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. And so you yep. have essentially you have restored. You are restoring in Central America the whole concept of friends and neighbors, friends Correct. and neighbors. Yeah. 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 You know, the the uh, my father was a minister and you mentioned Rehoboth Beach. I don't remember that far back, but it, the my father's a minister before we moved to Baltimore City in two small towns, Williamsport, Maryland and Hancock, Maryland, both of which, you know, yep. and it was exactly as you described it. Yeah. Neighbors walk by and wave to you. How you doing? And that's what you're bringing back. The, right. the, the, it's really the American dream. That's yeah. really the American dream. It, it is. Right in there. fact, here, I'm going to give you a little nostalgia right up there is Williamsport. I mean, just, you know, just up the valley uh, about <laughs> 10 miles. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm in the Shenandoah Valley. So Williamsport right up there. Yeah. Williamsport is right over your shoulder. Right? Is, I grew right up from 1955 shoulder. to 1960. Yeah. Wow. So there yeah. you go. But you're right. Small town, small town. And, uh, you know, and, and, and the nice thing is, is, and sometimes people think, oh, you're just building, you know, places for, 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 for North Americans. And that's not true. You know, at our Grand Pacifica community, about a quarter of our homeowners and property owners are Nicaraguan. Uh, and, and I don't yeah. know what the percentage is at the reef, but again, I mean, you married a Honduran woman and, and right. I think these are, these are opportunities for people to get together and, and be a part of a greater community as well. So it's not just this exclusive expat kind of neighborhood, right? It's, it's a very open and welcoming neighborhood for, for, for all folks who, you know, really want to be, who want to know their neighbors and want to have friends and, 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 and enjoy the company of one another. It's just, it, it is just fantastic. And I'm glad you said that about that, because one of the advantages of what you have done, because I know it's this way in, in Grand Bayman and Belize, Grand Pacifica in Nicaragua, is you do have a mix of the, the local population, for instance, yep. at, at the reef, Hondurans, 
and and the the expats, the people moving in. Yep. So there, it really is the best of the both worlds. Because remember, folks, these people who the natives down there, they have never departed from the hometown life. It's how they live every day. Yeah. Right. And, and yep. let me here's here's one thing I love, folks. Think to yourself now: Is there anything uglier, and more colder and more unneighborly than American track housing? Well, you're not getting that at the reef. You're getting a real community, and that's right. just beautiful. Yep, that is just beautiful. Yeah. And I and I think, you know, I want to. You invested in it, and it obviously is a very how much how much property total is the the uh, is the reef? Uh, I think it's about sixty acres total. Yeah. Sixty acres, good. Yeah. And I think the first. It seems to me you built you started on the first phase about six months ago, and it like sold out overnight. Yeah, yeah, the first phase of tiny homes, but there, but there are some yeah. other single-family homes that have been going in, and, and some are already done. So, so it it it's actually up already. But yeah, the first phase of tiny homes sold out, uh, and they're releasing a second phase of the tiny homes right now. Yeah, yeah, fantastic, folks. And these cozy homes, folks, it they are they are gracious and spacious. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, and and I I know you like to call them cozy homes, and that's a much better word for it, actually, because you know. As you know from living down there, and I lived in Nicaragua for 14 years, literally we would wake up in the morning, we would open up all of our sliding glass doors, and we would basically live inside outside all day on, you know, on our patio. And, and when you live in the tropics, you spend a lot of time outside. So creating outdoor space, uh, covered yes. especially, is, is critically important. So these cozy homes, while they might only be three, 400 square feet of, of air-conditioned space, Right. And that's all you really want. You just want your air conditioner oh, yeah. at night, maybe, yeah. right? Just for your bedroom, right? Just air conditioning your bedroom. You got your kitchen, your bathroom, small living area, right? But then you put on another 800 square feet that's of, the key. of terraces and patios. So you end up with 1,200 square feet of living space. But here's the beautiful thing you only pay to build about 400 square feet, right? So so it's very economical. And it, it's again, this, this, this idea of creating the economy to allow people to buy. You know, and own a hundred, hundred twenty-five, hundred fifty thousand dollar home in the tropics. Uh, this is yeah. this is a way to do it. And then when you and then when you position things right and you put the sidewalks that go from here to there, not only do you have a home that you can afford, you know, you're going to be in a neighborhood with a whole bunch of other folks that feel the same way you do, and and you're going to make friends. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have great neighbors. Yeah, and and you're outside all the time. You know, it's so funny, my. Yeah, my, my my wife keeps saying because it's obviously it's cold winter here in York, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. You are. and she keeps saying to me, "Amor, remember my wife is Honduran. Amor, por qué? Why don't why don't I I see any of my friends? She's used to living in the tropics yeah. where you see your friends all year round. I tell her, Princess, in the winter in America, you're not going to see anybody. No. Well, the no. beauty of what you're saying with the reef." And the other Mike Cobb communities, your life is outdoors. Your life is outdoors. It really is, and that's that 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 is part of the beauty of it. And I want to say that that, in terms of investment, sometimes people worry about. Well, you know, suppose I invest down there and things don't work out. Things are going to work out down there, Mike. And 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 you know this better than I, because you are the offshore oracle. You know investments, China. Their investments in Central and South America now, folks, it's always follow the smart money, right, Mike? Always yep. follow the smart money. China's investments in Central and South America now 
are astronomical. Astronomical. Yeah. Their Belt and Road Initiative, okay, they just started it in Central America, in South, Central and South America in right. 2017, Mike. Yep. And within two years, 18 countries had signed on. This is major investments, folks. Energy, manufacturing, everything you can imagine. Now it's up to 33 of the countries two years later. Yeah. No, so it, it's smart true. investment. Yeah. You know, and, and I've written several articles. In fact, if people want to reach out, uh, easy, uh, info at ecidevelopment.com. If somebody just sends me an email and, and, and asks for my article, perception versus reality, right? Yeah. And, 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 and it really is an article about risk and the perception of risk and, and reality. I, mean, I always give this example, you know, I mean, if flying, I, I can't remember, flying is like a thousand times safer than driving. I mean, it's just, it's just yeah. like, there's no comparison between flying and driving in terms of safety, right? Yet it amazes me that people will drive on the way to the airport, texting with one hand, driving with the other, looking at their phone, you know, doing this, right? The whole way to the airport, never feel fear at all, right? Get on the airplane and, and do, you know, white knuckle on the seat, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. it has nothing to do with reality. Like no. driving and texting, I mean, like, I don't know how times time more dangerous that is, obviously, right? And, right. and but flying on the airplane. But, but, but perception and reality. And so what this article really does is it talks about the psychology between perception and reality and, and how people, if they can get past the perception of fear, right? It's real. I'm, I'm saying it. people are white knuckling it on the airplane. They're afraid. I understand that, right? But if you can get past the perception of fear and perception of risk and actually look at hard data, right? Look at the numbers. Like all of a sudden, a lot of things pop into awareness and, and into reality that make a lot of economic sense. And 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 the Chinese couldn't care less about all of the nonsense, yeah. uh, you know, about the, you know civil wars forty years ago. Like who cares? That was forty years ago, right? I mean, like what they care about is what's happening right now. What do the numbers say? And and they're investing money. By the way, it's not just the Chinese. I mean, lots of U.S. investors, sophisticated U.S. investors, yes. big money investors, right? The guys that could care less about perception, like what do the numbers say? What is that reality? They yeah. are investing money all over Central America as well. It's just the poor, you know, the, the poor person who's been watching the news for the last 40 years and, and just, you know, bleed, 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 lead, lead, lead crap, right? That's been on and on and on and filled their head with this fear, right? They're missing this incredible opportunity to be a part of what is absolutely happening right now all over Central America, certainly in Honduras too. So yeah, oh, reach out, get a copy of this article and, and hopefully, you know, it, it starts to break some awareness like but like like there's like reality is very different than than this perception that that we have from being fed the you know the news media you know fear mongering constant. for the last 40 years right yeah, yeah. constant constant yeah. last time last time honduras had a war and i think it was the first one in 100 years they had a two-week war with el salvador over right. a soccer game that's correct they both at one point said Wait a minute, what are we fighting? Yeah. So folks, it is in two weeks, I don't think anybody died, right? So folks, I'm glad you said it. Don't get fooled by the perception, the reality. If I right now, I'm just gonna say it. Obviously I've lived it. Yeah. I had money to put in either the stock market or property in Honduras. I put it in property in Honduras. Yep. You put it money in property on folks. It's a good deal. It's a good idea. Here's what I would do. Here's what I'm recommending. Buy a home at the reef 
and go down there and use that as your headquarters for other investment decisions. Right. Yeah. It's the best of could, both worlds. Right. And if you can work remotely, you know, work from the beach. I mean, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Mike, thank you. This has been thank great. You, I, Always I know you've got to finish your, your shopping. They're there on the on the mall parking lots. <laughs> you got to get my computer fixed. So I'm hoping <laughs> the guys at Jeff Pyrite over here are going to do a great job for me. So yeah. <laughs> thank All you right. very much. This has been great. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you, folks. Thank you very, very much for joining us. Great, great discussion. Seriously, check Honduras out for investment. Right now, it's a buyer's market. It is a buyer's market right now, but that's not going to last. So as I always tell you, let's do this thing. <laughs>